Hey, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Hannah. And this is Food and a Film. When you're poor and hungry with nothing to do, have we got food and a film for you? Bring over your butt and bring over your mouth. Cause food and a film is coming right now. Happy Monday. Monday. You made it through another week. Congratulations. Oh, Does it matter? Is Monday the start of the week or is Sunday the start of the week? I think Sunday is the start Sunday's of the week. Sunday's the start of the week. Monday's the start of the work week, but there is no work week anymore in this coronavirus time. Yeah. So every day is the start of the week. Every day is the start of its own it's week. It's today. You also have tomorrow and you have yesterday. And that's all you need. Isn't it odd that today and yesterday have day in it but tomorrow does not like why is tomorrow not tomorrow day or nexter day you know i think it, it might have been at one point really nester day nexter day oh follow day interesting stuff entomology fascinating hey i released a fun video yesterday rent abridged acapella at home all you rent fans out there check it out Hopefully you'll like it. I just had to promote that, you know. Yeah, self-promotion. I promote stuff that we do Important. outside of the podcast. I put our podcast at the end of the video, so hopefully people will come to the podcast, too. Dave is staying nice and busy. Meanwhile, I don't leave bed until 1 p.m. It, we discussed this because we have the duvet. It makes perfect sense. I mean, I, I just my whole day has just been shifted. That's the thing. It's not like... Yeah, Whatever. It's not like I'm spending more time in bed. Maybe I am. We're up later. Right. We're definitely up later. This is Our a perk. first meal of the day doesn't happen until like three or four. A perk of both of us not having real jobs right now is that this is the first time in like four years that we've fallen asleep and waken up at the same time. Yeah. Waking up, woken up. Wake me up inside. Is it woken or waken? We've um, woken up. Awakened. Together. Arisen. It's rare that we do that. And now we get to do it, and it makes us happy. So there's there's another win for unemployment. Um, I've got some brownies in the oven right now. Brownies in the oven, smelling up the house. Smelling up the house. Mm, good stuff. Phineas, you like the smell of the house? He said yes. Brownies aren't the recipe for today, though. The recipe for today no. is something we made a couple days ago. Hannah, what's it called? It's called Schwenkbraten. What language is that? Deutsch. Which is? German. Thank you. It's just an easy recipe that you can kind of throw together whenever and then pull out your ass. So what does Schwenkbraten mean? No, we don't even know what it is. It's just a crazy word right now. Schwenk means grill. Okay. So what what is the food that we're eating? Braten means cook. Oh, it's pork. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Schwein. Schwenkbraten. Yeah. All right. We're talking about that. And we're also talking about uh, Bong Joon-ho's first movie, I guess, that I knew about. And I think better... Of uh, the wait, movies. his first movie or the first movie you knew about? First movie that I knew about. It's oh. definitely not his first movie. Oh, but Snowpiercer, I think is better than Parasite. Hannah, I think you think is better than Parasite. It's so good. Parasite's what won the Oscar this year. Snowpiercer for Bong Joon Ho. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk about Snowpiercer too. It's a great movie. It came. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans, Tilda Swinton, Octavia Jamie Spencer. Bell, John Hurt, great cast. Yeah, and. Uh, before we get to all the fun stuff. All the shenanigans. We also got a beer. Oh, yeah. We got a fun beer. Real fun beer. It looks real cool. I've never seen it before. I bought it because of the can. Ooh. The can, co- the can got me. When a cover sells you, 
You judge a book by its cover. You can judge a beer by its can. I think so. I mean, you can judge its appearance, the taste. You're not going to know anything about based on the can. But we're going to find out on our beer tasting. And wait, wait till you see this can. Give us an animal fact. Okie dokie. This is Animal Facts with Hannah. Did you know dolphins love to get high? How? Like with weed? With a fish called a puffer fish. I knew there was a reason I like dolphins. That has spikes on it that... They're poisonous spikes. Is Mrs. Puff a pufferfish from Spongebob? Uh-huh. So she's always high. No wonder her eyes no, are always so low. No, she's not high. Oh. But if she pokes you, she'll get you high. So dolphins play with this pufferfish like a ball. Like a like catnip? Yeah, kind of like a catnip ball. And then they get poked by the spikes and it gets them high. And they love it and they do it over and over again. No wonder I like dolphins so much. People say dolphins means- are cr- like crazy smart. Yeah. And like, if they, they had feet dolphins, instead of fins, I mean, not they would ma- be the master Not race. to bring this story, like, dark, but don't master people say race? that dolphins, like, rape humans? Uh, like, I'm sure they, I wouldn't put it past them. I feel like I've heard that somewhere. I don't know. You can go check me if you want, but I'm pretty sure I've heard that somewhere. Yeah. But, so that means dolphins are stoned, and they're doing these backflips out of the water, so they're athletic and stoned. They're like Josh Gordon. I think it's funny because if you break it down, dolphins are basically putting, I mean, they are putting poison into their body to get high. But, like, is that any different than what humans do? Is well, alcohol, is caffeine not a poison? Caffeine is, alcohol is weed, not a poison? weed is not a poison. Weed it's is like natural. tea. Yeah, it is a tea. Weed's you can like, make it a tea. It's just like herbs. Dolphins probably, so I wonder what would happen if you gave a dolphin weed. Would it react the same way as a puffer fish? It'd probably prefer the puffer fish. I like, also wonder... Puff, puff that fish, baby. <laughs> I also wonder if the SpongeBob creators knew if puffer fishes were poisonous... Were dolphin bongs? Stoners. <laughs> dolphin bongs. They're not... The The puffer fish venom has no effect on the puffer fish itself. Yet. I mean, why would a puffer fish be allergic to its own venom? So it's an allergic reaction that gets it high. Basically, I mean, it's poison. But it's that good poison. But it's not poison enough to kill them. So yeah, it's the reaction to the poison that they're tripping on. They're tripping balls. Dolphins. What a wild freaking animal. I mean, dolphins freak me out, man. They're so cool. When humans... when, When our race has died off and humans finally evolved to, to like, you know, get thumbs and feet... Humans, humans they're do have gonna thumbs be, and feet. You mean when dolphins finally evolved to get right, thumbs and feet? Right, when they evolved to get thumbs and feet, they're gonna be, they're gonna be like the Star Wars of Earth. Like they're gonna have the cool skyscrapers and the flying cars. Sounds like we got an idea for our next movie. The dolphin race, dolphin man. Dolphin, the nick of time. Same with octopus. Dolphin, the nick of time. Like, just in the nick of time. Dolphin in the And it could be about this, like, unassuming dolphin who just likes to get high all the time. And then all of a sudden he realizes his destiny is so- to get out of the water. Sounds like a great movie to me. Disney? Pixar? You want to you wanna talk? I don't know. This It seems a little bit raunchy, so I might need to go to, like... Uh, like the, DreamWorks? Yeah, or the studio that made, like, Nomeo and Juliet. Is that Paramount? <laughs> back, back. I don't know. You, you know what I mean, though. Like, the C-list the one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, either Paramount's a C-list one, but you know what I mean. Paramount isn't C-list. Yeah, so that's why I don't think Paramount's makes oh. Nomeo and Juliet. Yeah. I'm not looking it up. Thanks for well, that. Ha- let's just... Fuck it. Let's go straight to Netflix. <laughs> no? 
I've, I hear that Netflix is really good for their employees. I was confused about what you said for a second. I didn't know what you. I didn't know what you meant. I thought you meant like should we go ch- look on Netflix to see who made Nomeo and Juliet? Me the weirdest look. I wasn't sure what was going on. You were like, what? This is all staying in the podcast, by the way. I like this whole conversation. Just knocking it out. Hey Google, how much time is left? There's six minutes and thirteen seconds left. Perfect, just the perfect amount of time to talk about. Pork Splotlins. Shrink. Splink Splotlins. One more time. Shrink Splotlins. It's um a German. It's like Joey. Pork friends. dish. Get a blue blay. Blue blah blue blue blue. To the fruity. Okay, continue. But yes. Tell us what this German dish is, Hannah. So, You're leading the way on this one. Yeah, I think, so schwenk means grill, braten means cook, so it means to cook on the grill. We didn't cook it on the grill. It definitely needs the grill. But we used the cast iron, which is the like the next best thing. A lot of the flavor comes from the grill. Oh, being cooked over fire, you know, real fire, outside, amongst the people. Um, so it's essentially a pork loin sandwich. You know, the Germans love their pork. They love their it so schnitzels. I love Vino the pork. Art. Yep. So you... are there lots of pigs in Germany? Yeah. Oh yeah, plenty of pigs. I there, guess there's a pig for every human. The three they little say. pigs are German in Shrek, aren't they? Yeah, we hoffed and we puffed and blew the house down. notice. It's pork. I recommend doing it with pork because I think pork is an underused protein these days. People are like, "What do you do with pork?" Here's what you do with pork. I'm gonna say right now, pork is better than chicken. Pork is so more flavorful so more flavorful. we were just talking about today how chicken's pretty boring pork is way more fun and yeah. i'm jewish and i'm saying that so pork is fun all right continue so you take your pork um i did like a just a boneless pork chop yeah it was, it was a boneless pork line yeah, chop pork something when you buy pork it's what it looks like and then so anyways you just need like a flat cut of pork so um i butterflied these open and made them like a little flatter, but you if they're yep, you could also pound them. You could pound them out. Um, that also help tenderize them too. And then you throw them in a bag with one sliced up white onion and some garlic, and then your seasonings, which are the important Schwenkbraten seasonings, consisting of what did I put in there? Paprika, paprika, hung, Hungarian smoked paprika. Um, which gives it the bright red color that you just know and love. Um, also, something called juniper berries uh, that you have to toast and crush up. That's like the signature flavor for it, but I didn't have juniper berries, so I used half uh, caraway seed and half bay leaf that I toasted and then blitzed up. And really, the bay leaf, I think, is what... Brought the flavor and out And toasting entirely. them before you blitz yeah, them up. Yeah, definitely. You want to toast your spices. I have a spice grinder too, so I highly recommend like investing in whole spices because they don't go bad as quickly. Another essential kitchen um, tool for and you. And then you can just toast them up and it like brings them right back to life again. Like you just bought them. Is that all I put in there? Oil. Plenty of oil to like really get the marinade going. Um, a little bit of cayenne because I always throw cayenne and stuff. Um, I think I put in a little bit of cumin because cumin is just like an all-around good booster. spice to put in anything. Um, and then a r- dried oregano I put in there. And 
and ooh, that might have been it. Salt and pepper. And then you just kind of let it sit in the bag and marinate in your fridge. And you could do it overnight. We did it for, uh, we did it overnight, didn't we? Yeah, we did it for 12 hours. Yeah. And um, it really just lets the flavor soak in there. So this is great because you can make a bunch of them and put them in a bag. And then, you know, just pull it out, throw it on the grill with some buns. And, you know, you cook the onions up too next to the pork. And you get like these great marinated caramelized onions. You know, the ones that are sitting in the bag with the pork. And then, so you eat it on some brooch in with a little bit of mayo and a little bit of, I did sweet German pickles. And we made some homemade potato chips with the special barbecue spice that we somehow invented and can never recreate Which also, let me say, homemade potato chips, way better than homemade French fries. Yeah. Why try to make fries be crispy when you can just mandolin potatoes right into the fryer Boom bada bing. Yeah. So good. But let me tell you, this sandwich, this was all hand, and it was delicious. It's like, you get a little bit of spice mm-hmm. in the pork, but then there's also like kind of like a tanginess to it, or like some oh, sort I of like sweetness to it. I think I put nutmeg in there, too. Maybe that's what gave it some tanginess. I think I definitely put nutmeg in but there. But then you get those caramelized onions on the like crispy mm-hmm. brochin. Is that what the bread's called? Brochin, yeah. Brochin. brochin. It's like, like almost like a ciabatta, but fluffier. It's crispy outside, really chewy inside And that was even the wrong kind of bread too, but it was pretty close. So this is Delicious. a sandwich you have at a German fest. You're walking around. You eat this with one Hannah hand. Hannah lived in Germany. Dr- juices dripping down your arm. Um, and they just have these huge, round grates, probably 10 feet across, over this big fire that they just have all the pork on and they're just like and you know they're versed and it's just like spinning over the fire the whole time and you just say i want a schwenkbraten and then i gotta go explore european you can food put some culture. spicy mayo or some spicy mustard on there you know like sharp german mustard um i mean it would probably even be good with ketchup too but it's just a great great sandwich and when i feel like when people are running out of ideas of like what to make this is super unique because the flavors that are combining in there are like, you don't try those every day. Like pork with paprika and bay leaf and nutmeg. Like well, it I, sounds bizarre, but it works so well. It's but, just like so flavorful. And I think the thing about it is too, like the sandwich itself is so simple. It doesn't need anything else besides yeah. the pork and the bread. Yeah, really. We put the pickles on. It doesn't need the pickles, but pickles are always a good addition to any sandwich. I just put mayo on it too because I'm a, I'm a mayo slut and I put mayo on everything. Yeah, you just don't want dry bread. Yeah. Delicious. Give it a try. It's fun to say. What is it? Schwenkbraten. Schwenkbraten. Wow, you said that like a... Yeah, I ain't echt, no Joey. Echtes Deutsch. Oh, I love the Germans so much. I want the Schwenkbraten every day yeah, now. You yeah, you want a Schwenkbraten. Oh, I love it so much. I love it so much. Oh. You want a Schwenkbraten later? Oh, I love a Schwenkbraten later. We have some leftover in the fridge. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about something else. That's for a different podcast. So. So. Beer. Oh, how appropriate. Yes. I don't know if this beer is a beer that they drink in Germany, though. No, but it would probably go good with Schwenkbraten. Beer. Just took the brownies out of the oven, by the way. Edited out the timer going out, because we don't need to hear Google talking to us anymore. fantastisch. Can't wait to try one. Um, So, this is called Berry White. Oh, I get it. Oh, like Barry White. Barry White. But it's spelled B-E-A-R dash I-E. And then there's like gummy bears all over the can. 
Like, it's a really cute can. We'll take a picture of it. You're going to want to see it because it's really cute. It's from Chicago. It's called Short Fuse. That's the brewery. Short Free. Isn't that cool? I'm super excited about this one. I love uh, everything about this. Gummy bears are one of my this favorite is so snacks. so me. The first, world wec- the first world record I ever tried achieving was the most gummy bears f- eaten in 31 seconds. Or was it 31 gummy bears in a minute? Yeah, that's what it was. You had to do 32. And I got 19. I hope this tastes like all the gummy bears. Haribo gummy bears yeah, it says are the it's best. Pleasantly sweet with hints Haribo, of mixed if you want to reach out to us. That will remind you of your favorite gummy treat. Oh, I didn't bring the gummy bears in here. We were going to eat. We were going to accompany this with gummy bears, but I don't think it's necessary. Uh, ABV is 4.8, so a nice light beer. You could have a six pack. I mean, you could have two. Um, and then 14 IBU, so that's International Bitterness Units, not super bitter. IBU, they, they really have an International Bitterness Unit? Ooh, that smells like bread. Why have we never talked about the International Bitterness Unit before? Because it's a, it's a brewer's secret. Ooh, Ooh I like how foamy it nice is. Nice and good head. Great head. Great head. Um... It, uh, it looks like almost like it's an ice cream drink Ooh, already. Ooh, smell that. It smells like lemony and mm. fruity, and I think you're going to like it this. It smells like a cider. I think it's going to be nice and fruity with like some hints of beer. Kind of similar to what we've just been having. I have a feeling this is going to give me a foam mustache. I just hope it's really fruity. Very light. It does have a nice little fruitiness to it. Um, mm. I wouldn't say like lemon necessarily, but it's definitely citrusy. It's like orangey almost. It's like pineapple-y, mango. Ooh, it's very, it's definitely fruity. I definitely get gummy bears. Very, for this. it's very light. Yeah, throw a couple gummy bears inside that beer too. No, don't do that. Yes, yeah, saturate the gummy bears with some beer. Grape? Is that grape I'm tasting? It's uh, it's a good one. Cherry. I'm I'm a fan of this one. I think I could sit down and and, and drink a couple oh, of these. Oh, I could slam these. Couple of these. What are they called? Berry white. Berry white. Berry white. Um, so I picked this up at Seagulls in Bayview. If you're wanting to try it, yeah. uh, I recommend if you want to pick it up. That's where I got it from. Oh, I really like it. You'll notice the can. It's, I mean, I want this as wallpaper. Oh my gosh! Look at all the little gummy bears have fuses on them. They're like. Oh, because it's short fuse. Wow. Berry white. Adorable. I love Bonus it. Bonus points for creativity. Five out of five for this beer for me. This is a great beer. Thanks. Thanks for picking it out today, Han. Yeah. Delicious. A beer I like that's not a cider. Wow. Let's go eat some brownies before we start talking about the movie. All right. I've got the brownies. Verdict is. They're fantastic. Delicious. Another verdict. They go great with the berry white beer. They do. Tastes like a chocolate covered gummy bear. The chocolate and the sweetness. Mm. So these are just boxed brownies, but I always judge up my brownies a little bit. I always add vanilla extract, mm. a pinch of salt, more chocolate chips. And then in this case, instead of oil, I added um, melted butter and coconut oil. I substituted those two things. Now I think it's pretty magical. What do you say, Dave? Yeah, these are... Uh, They're so moist. They're huge. We cut them huge. <laughs> we as in me. 
right. That doesn't have anything to do with the coconut oil. So, let's talk about Snowpiercer. Bong Joon-ho's first movie, at least that I saw. So stop. <laughs> <laughs> he also directed Okja. Okja with Jake Gyllenhaal. This movie, I like it better than Parasite. It's a class struggle, you know? It's a, it's a basic, it's a, it's a pretty classic. Okay, so let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah, so, I know we're going to talk about it. That's what we're doing. <laughs> it's a pretty classic, like, you know, struggle, revolution, rise above, let's take it all over. It takes place on a train that runs around the world. Because the world has frozen over. There's a giant over. snowstorm and it's an ice age. And the only people who are alive now are the ones on the train. But it's like a huge train. And now it's like 15 years since the ice age. So they've developed this class system. So they're on the. It starts with the people on the back of the train. All they know is the back of the train. They Curtis. Eat, they eat these just like Edgar jellified bars of shit. Basically, it looks like yeah. It looks. I mean, it, it looks, looks like, like they're it, traveling to America on a boat. You know, they're honestly, all stacked up on each other. It looks like port port wine red jello cubes. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It almost looks a little tasty. <laughs> It looks like so, chocolate jello. This is Chris Evans, Jamie Bell, John Hurt, Octavia Spencer. And basically, the movie starts, Octavia Spencer's kid gets taken by the rich people in the front of the by train. Til- and you don't know why. Tilda Swinton is, like, one of the head people in the front of the train. They She's take so great Octavia this. Spencer's kid and some other dude's kid, and they freeze the other dude's arm yeah, off. Yeah, a punishment is you have to stick your arm out of the train... Until it freezes, and then they use a big hammer to, like, smash your arm off. And that's just, like... So, you see all these people in the back of the train, and they, like, they're missing arms. They're and that's honestly, legs. like, whoa, this is where this movie and is And that real. means, you know, they've obviously had rebellion. So, this is, like, the third rebellion that this train has had, and it's led by Chris Evans. His name is Curtis. And they're they're trying to get to the front of the train, because... They want, you know, to take over and finally have, like, fairness. And they've also been getting messages from further up in the train as to, like, how to get through. So, yeah, they find this guy and his daughter, like, up in the train. He, what was he? They're, like, drug addicts. Did he, but he created something for the bomb. They pulled him out. Like, like he was, he like, can, a, He can in open the, morgue, the doors. Almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He knows. He, he built the doors. He can open all the locked doors. So, that's why they need him. It's the guy from Parasite, the K- main guy. Kang Ho Song is his name. Who was good in Parasite, but again, I didn't think Parasite yeah. was that good of a movie. But anyways, they're this drug, it's like crack, basically. Yeah. But also, it powers bombs. It's yeah, it's highly flammable. That sure. comes later. But anyway, so, you know, they're starting this revolution. They're starting to go through the train. Obviously, you know, they're met with lots of struggles. I just love that they build this whole world on the train, like, while they're during the revolution, mm-hmm. it all takes place in you know a couple of days. It's the it's the new year because they pass like the same landmark outside, so they call it like the the new, it's been you know it's a new year. It's the eighteenth year or whatever cycle around the journey. And I just love that they build these uh, little details. This in there, brownie these is little so traditions. good. Yeah, you can probably hear a smacking on this, and it's probably disgusting. Oh, but ASMR. I brownie can't help it. I hate hearing people eat, but. It's too good. It's Tilda like Swinton. Cake. So let's get into some characters. Tilda Swinton plays a good bad guy. Yeah. She always seems to play the back. She's so weird. She's so she plays um like a she's motherly. Such a, she's such a she's great like a weird. Dolores yeah, I mean, I love she's weird. She's very mean, but like scary. Like in a she doesn't have to raise her voice to be scary. Kind of mean. It's very stern. Yeah. It's but just also, kind of 
Her character, her character is very goofy. She like yeah. she makes goofy jokes and like it's this totalitarian universe almost that she's like very aware. It's kind of funny how it's all going down. It's kind of like Hunger Games, and it's like yeah, it is kind of like Hunger Games of like these kind of crazy, like everybody's so brought on by tradition. They have the same phrases that they say. It's been so like integrated into their mind. They're all just brainwashed. But the, so oh, other characters do you want yeah. to go through? Curtis, Chris Evans, and Edgar, Jamie Bell. They're like best friends. You get like yeah. the, the best friend buddy. The best friend buddy. The buddy vibe. adventure feel yeah. of the movie also. He's known him since he was a little kid. Great twist with their characters. Yeah, and like how they know each other. We won't spoil and who that. Chris for you. Evans is. Uh, um, then you meet John Hurt. Who's like missing an arm and maybe a couple legs. Whose name he's is led Gilliam. So many rebellions. Yeah. He's like their old leader. He's like the father figure of the group. Octavia Spencer is like the bad R.I.P. John Hurt. Who, you know, is just trying to get her kid back and will stop at nothing. Allison Pill has a little cameo. Is like so as they're moving through the train. You now know, we they can get, continue with the plot. Yes, they get permission further, granted. They get further up. Permission in, granted. Not only to move closer forward. to the front of the train, but like it's it's what's that called? Metaphorical. You know, the further they're moving up to the head of the train, the nicer it gets, like the higher class people. And they start to see that there's plenty of food. They're growing. They can grow like grass and plants. Remember, they're eating these port wine red jello shit cubes. Yeah. That are really made from like. Turn out to be bugs. Turn out to be just made of bugs. Which bugs are high in protein. I guess. But when they know that there's like sides of beef on the train. And like bars with alcohol. And like they all eat sushi. Like there's a sushi bar. Yeah, there's a big sushi scene. It's fucking hilarious. And schools and a spa and saunas and, you know, nightclub. They just start to see that they're so out of touch with everything. And there's, there's no explanation why. And. They, you know, the people at the front of the train start, like, you know, trying to brainwash them, say, like, well, you know, every society needs the high class and the well, low right. class. Well, right, like there's a military, and then, you know, it becomes, and then it becomes a, the, the standard class battle of, does the lower class deserve what the higher class is giving? Do they work for it? Do they not? Are they being held back? And, you know, it's a classic battle of the, battle like of the, the If classes. everyone is equal, then, like, chaos will break out because people can't handle everything being equal. And because if everyone's equal, then nobody is. And, like, saying that they'll run out of stuff and it's, like, for their own good that they have to keep some people Right, it's a very interesting social hungry. commentary. I just love it. It really blew me away the first it, time we watched it. it all, and it blew me away again when we watched it again. It all concludes with an epic fight scene, you know? Like, yeah. there's an epic battle in the train. Narrow fight scenes are cool. It doesn't end the way you'd think it would end. And now there's a TV show coming out that... I don't know if it's necessary, but it, it looks good. Jennifer Connolly and uh, David Diggs. My name is Alexander Hamilton. David yeah. Diggs. Um, they, I mean, it would be really easy to split it it's up. It's not into the a same TV characters, show. though. That's fine. So I think it's like the same type of story, but not the same characters. I think that's better because then you can. What I the part that I found so fascinating was like the imagination put into each of these little worlds that they really delve through every time they open a new door, and. When I think of it as a TV show, like, every episode could be the next door that they break through. Oh, yeah. You know? I already imagined the first episode being everything leading up to the guy's arm getting frozen yeah. off. And then it gets, they go put his arm outside the train, and it's cold, and then it goes blackout. Kind of like a Game of Thrones-esque scene. Yeah, it could be very Game of Thrones-esque. So, the stakes are so high. Everything is so it's dire. It's on TNT. You know? It starts soon. 
I don't know the but exact Snow date. Piercers I'm not promoting on it. Yeah, Snowpiercer the movies on Parasite. Let me tell you, just this is my little soapbox about Parasite and why I think Snowpiercer is better. They're both like classic class struggle they're movies. Preachy. They definitely have a message. A they're very satires, clear societal message. But right, they're they're societal um, commentary. Commentary. But in Snowpiercer, you like there's a reason to root for the underdog in Snowpiercer. You see they're getting treated poorly, yeah. undeservedly. Whereas in Parasite, I feel like you don't really see you don't that. Get like the I, I, I don't understand why I was supposed to feel so bad for the main family in Parasite. Like I like I didn't mind the rich family in Parasite. Maybe they seemed like the they point. were nice. In one you feel bad for the rich, and in one you feel bad. And maybe for the that's poor. why it's so brilliant. And maybe I'm the one who's not seen the. You're at a place in, in your life where you feel okay with feeling bad for the poor, but not for the rich. And I feel that way too because. I mean, I also just think I like the guise of, like, Snowpiercer being in an, of an apocalyptic world. And I think Parasite was supposed to be a little bit, too, but I didn't get enough of it. The peaches and Parasite. The fucking peaches. Stupid. Peach fuzz. Not even peaches. Just scraping the hair off a peach. He also oh. made Okja, which I didn't mind. Jake Gyllenhaal, fantastic. That's also I found Netflix. it a little more, like, lighthearted. Another social commentary. I mean, it's obviously very emotionally stressful but it's all it's also kind of lighthearted too it's a giant like funny pig hippo creature it's so cute check him out though bong joon ho he's a i mean he's a great director it's his he's movies makes, are very yeah he just makes movies that are like you talk about him when yeah. that's the mark of a good movie is when you leave the theater or when you turn off your tv you're still talking about it and we're still talking about his movies. Yeah, even Parasite, the one I didn't like. So clearly I must have liked it enough to keep yeah. on bringing it up with everybody I talked to. I think he should have won an Oscar for Snowpiercer. To me, that's an Oscar-winning movie. So the fact that he got it for Parasite, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's he, definitely he a, deserves a an Oscar-deserved Oscar movie director. Hell yeah. Well, the plate of brownies is gone. So I guess that means the podcast <laughs> is over. Go? What? Ha- Where did they go? That's crazy. I think Dale and Phineas ate him. Dale. I don't know. Look, but he's got chocolate all over his face. Thanks for joining us. That's doo-doo, baby. We appreciate you. Stay safe. Stay clean. Leave a review. In the quarantine. See you later. Thanks for listening. And if you want to subscribe, you can to Food and a Film on any of your podcast apps. Follow us on social media. Food and a Film Pod. Food and a film pod. Thanks for listening. Stay awesome.